A store called Walmart has its headquarters in a place in the US that is not very popular. And so what it does is for its vice presidents of an area of some sort, they use private jets instead of commercial aircrafts. And private jets are expensive. In fact, they cost 50 times more than a first class jet in some cases. But here's the thing they were showing us. For a vice president to visit three shops in the U.S., if he took commercial, it would take him about two days or maybe three days. But if he went on a private jet, he could go in the morning and be back to his family by the evening, visiting all three shops, getting his work done. So they said, we are saving, we are saving money. How? Because time is money. And they're saving time of these executives. The world understands that time is money. Christians need to understand that time is the most valuable thing that we have. And that is what we need to give to God. The most valuable thing in our life to give to the Lord is time. If you do that, God's presence will be tangible in your life as you give Him your time. Developing a deep relationship with God is imperative, is vital for a mature Christian. Therefore, don't overlook it. Don't ever forsake it. When we make the time, everything in us begins to align with God, come into alignment with God's purpose and plans for our lives. And there is more. If you go to Ephesians 3.20, And now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. The power that works in us. Power that works in us is dynamis. It's already there. How do you activate it? Time. I'm going to make sure that you understand how to tap into this inherent power, the anointing that resides in you. If you remember, I was speaking about the anointing. There are two types, the abiding and the empowering. The abiding anointing stills the soul. The empowering anointing stirs up the soul. Hallelujah. The anointing that abides in you stills, makes everything quiet, calms the storm. But the anointing that empowers you turns the world upside down. Hallelujah. So, how do we get there? This is a question that I've asked. I've already talked to you about the bridge, how the time is the bridge, the stillness is the bridge between us, the natural and the spiritual. And that is, in a sense, what is needed. Start with what is in your hand. 
You have the Bible, yes? All of you have the Bible, yes? Yes? Now what you need is determination to spend the time and your heart for the Lord. Start with that. In John 5.39, Jesus said something. He said, you search the scriptures for in them you think you have eternal life. And these are they which testify of me. What's he saying? It's easy to study the logos. It's easy to study the word. You can memorize that. A person I know wanted to give his son a PDF reader. At that time, it was a big deal. All he had to do is memorize Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, and Colossians. And he did that. And he by heart of the whole thing. And he said that to his father. And his father gave him that PDF reader. But that is just logos. How does it become real to you? Don't limit to it being a logos. Let it be rhema. Let it be living word to you. Because it's all about Jesus. I spoke to you about that last week. So spending time with God, going deeper into the Bible, ignites the great power in us. The anointing. And we begin to experience God's destiny. I'll give you an example. Just last week. It's a simple thing. You know that uh, I find it difficult to find the right exercise machine for me. So I was telling the Lord, I want this, I want this in that machine. And it has to fit under my desk. And voila, it was there. I just found it. But then I thought it was too expensive. And I told Anu. And I was like, that's not too expensive. Then it took me about four or five days, but then I bought it. The day I bought it, that money almost exactly a little bit more plus taxes, yes, was replaced. Hallelujah. So God took care of that. His blessings and favor in our life begin to manifest as we spend the time with them. More than that, he begins to manifest himself as we make the time to spend with him. Jesus said, count the cost. Do you want to grow spiritually? If you want to, there is spiritual growth in that. Not in Google, but you have to know the person of Jesus Christ. And that requires renewing your mind on what he said. Let's go to Romans 12, 1 and 2. It says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Why is it a sacrifice to present your bodies to God? That is, your body is holy because everything pulls you away from this holiness. But what gives you the power? It says that. Do not be conformed to this world. Flee youthful lust. Get away from that. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. That is a search that never ceases. What is the will of God? On, in this, on that, like I want to buy something that will help me work better. But I want to know what 
God says about it. And I want to be really sure that I buy only the thing that the Lord wants me to, because I don't care what other people have reviewed it, who have reviewed it, say about it. But I want to know what God says about it. Because if God says, buy this, I don't care who says what. I'll buy that. How do you get there? Search for that. You have to have the parameters to search. Like I said, if you're looking for a key and you find a camel, you won't go for the camel. You, you know what a key looks like. So you have the word of God. But how do you get there? Be still. Developing a deep fellowship with God is imperative. You got to know him, that he is there, that he's in our midst, in this hall, right here, right now. Many Christians do not understand how crucial that is. We either do not count the cost or pay the price and therefore overlook it. And we pay a heavy price for not knowing the will of God in our lives. And some people, because they don't know for themselves, will depend on what other men of God say. I don't agree with that. Because Jesus died to reconcile you to your father. So what other men of God say is, should only be a confirmation. Of course, God gives you direction through the men of God. But then if you don't have a relationship with God, you'll get tossed to and fro. And Agabus came to Paul and said, Thus and thus will the man who owns his belt be tied up and give, given as captive. Paul said, Yes. Even that and more. Uh, but I'm willing to do that. Why? Because he had a relationship with God. Otherwise, he would have stopped going to Jerusalem. Or because Agabus said so. When you have a relationship with God, he will tell you the purposes he has for you. And that drives you. Hallelujah. And that drives you no matter who says what. Amazing things happen when you move deeper into the word of God. When you spend time with them. First, there is a quietness that invades and permeates us. What do I mean by permeates us? The peace that surpasses all understanding. It guards our heart. It really does. And what happens afterwards is you learn to walk with this peace no matter where you are, what is going on. Sometimes it may get dislodged here and there, but then you get it back. It's a solemn, secret experience. What do I mean by that? It's a secret. It's in the secret place of God. You and God are there. And that is how you're supposed to walk. And that makes it sacred. Second thing is that moving deeper into the word creates a depth of your communion with the Lord. That is your relationship with the Lord and the communion you have with others. You learn to love God's love, not human love. And that causes worship to erupt, to jump forth, to spring forth on a level we have not understood or known before. Deep communication ignites dynamic, explosive worship. Why do I use those words? Deep calls into deep. Do you understand? God's presence 
will manifest and become tangible to us. It becomes real. As real as you are to me, God is real to me. This is what Paul is talking about in Ephesians 3.20 when he said, Exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, the power of God works in us. And on top of it, you will find that God increases. God increases your hunger, your faith, and your love for Him. Spend that time with them. The tangible presence, I mentioned that earlier, the reality of His presence begins to transform us and begins to transform you to His image from glory to glory. I am not the same person I was 10 years ago or 5 years ago because of the Lord, not because of life, because the Lord transforms us to His image. It's real, I'm telling you. But it begins at the point of being still. You got to make the time. And He will perfect that which concerns us. And He will continue that. We are a work in progress until that glorious day. Philippians 1.6 says, Being confident of this very thing, that He who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. How can you be confident if you don't make the time? It just becomes words. It just becomes illusionary. So how do you start? What is there in your hand? Remember, the abiding anointing stills the soul while the empowering anointing stirs the soul. Make the time. I'm telling you over and over, make the time. When you do that, you will find that eventually the Lord will begin to trust you. And when He begins to trust you, He will trust you with the empowering anointing for ministry for other people. In other words, your ministry is a result of your walk with the Lord. If you try to do that because you are anointed and you don't walk with the Lord, you will burn out or you will destroy yourself or something else. Because you've given Him your time and grown, grown through His revelation, through His Word, and through His intense worship, there will be a walk with Him that is very tangible. It becomes so tangible, like I told you once before, a person made space in the auto rickshaw for the Holy Spirit. Do you have that kind of relationship with them? When you spend time with them, God says He can trust you. And then He anoints you with the empowering anointing of Acts 1.8. What is that? Acts 1.8. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in Judea, and Samaria, and the ends of the earth. Once... God can trust you, then the gifts, remember I was talking about the activating, the gifts of the Spirit come alive, get activated because of the empowering anointing upon your life. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 12, 4-11. There are diverse cities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministry, but the same Lord. 
and there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For one is given the word, the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works in all things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. Question is, does he will for that in your life? The answer is, are you willing to spend the time? If you are, he is willing. He is not partial. See, when it comes, when it, you, you heard about the woman with the issue of blood, good, let's go to Luke 8. And Jesus said, Who touched me? When all denied it, Peter and those with them said, Master, the multitude throng and press you, and you say, Who touched me? But Jesus said, Somebody touched me, for I perceive power going out from me. Now, when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling, falling down before him, and she declared to him in the presence of all the people the reason she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. The word used there is the same Greek word to namus, power, power left Jesus. The release of that power made this woman whole. That power is in you. God releases that. And that is for your ministry. Virtue, strength, and power flowed through him. And it will flow through you. And that is what the Bible means by dynamis power. The English word dynamo and dynamite comes from the Greek word, same Greek word. It's explosive. This power of the Holy Spirit within you is to touch others with God's power. But for that to happen, you need to be still before God. Remember, there's a difference I told you between being quiet and being still, yes? To understand. So when you are still, this is when the Word ignites a revelation and worship. And it keeps going back and forth in a spiritual chain reaction. You have more worship, you have hunger, you have the word, you have faith, you have love. Keeps going. It doesn't stop. You go deeper and deeper, faith unto faith, glory to glory, strength unto strength. This change reaction is what brings you into a place of total transformation. Finally be transformed by the renewing of your mind, where God begins to create his image into you, into who you are. And other people start seeing, hey, there's something different about you. Go to Acts 1.4. How many of you know Acts 1.4 comes before Acts 1.8? Hallelujah, I'm glad. It says, And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father which he said, you have heard from me. Jesus 
commanded them to wait. Now, like I said, everything can be taken out of context. I'm talking about the time that you spend with the Lord every day. There's a difference, yes. But it starts by putting your life in order. Holy Spirit is a spirit of order. Remove the chaos from your life. Ask God to help you. Put things in order. Do things on time. That will help you make the time to spend time with the Lord. Psalm 46.10 says what? Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Be still. Today during worship, I do not know how many of you felt that stillness of the Lord that was there tangibly. So, the most valuable thing in your life to give to the Lord is time. God's presence will be tangible in your life as you give Him your time. It makes a difference. Developing deep fellowship with God is imperative. Like I said, I recommend one hour at least. We need to understand that it gives us the capacity to live and to develop into a mature Christian because we can cast our burdens to Him. We will no longer be tossed to and fro. Therefore, do not overlook it or forsake it. When we make the time, everything in us begins to come into alignment with God's perfect and plan for our lives. God uses what hunger, faith, and love that we have for Him to give us more. So, just by the fact that you're gathered here, I think you have a little bit hunger for Him, yes? You have a little bit of faith in Him, yes? And you have a little bit of love in Him. Use what's in your hand and spend that time with Him. He'll change you. And God will increase it, your hunger, your faith and your love till it ignites something, starts a fire in you. And then you'll have fellowship with God and with others. And it's changed reaction. You'll just continue into a deeper love for Him. My question to you is, what is there in your hand? Why are you looking at me like it's something intangible? Start with what is in your hand. You cannot waste your time if you're spending time with the Lord. Meaning no time is wasted. If you take an hour from your busy day to spend time with Him, that is not a waste. You may not feel like something happened, but it means something to God. Do that, and God will come through for you. Though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil. He will guide me. Do you understand? He will come through for you. There is no wastage in spending time with God. Start. Start with what you have and make the time that you need to spend with the Lord. Many of you are suffering because you don't do that. You don't need to suffer needlessly. God has given us everything we need. The power in us is activated when we spend time 
with him. Hallelujah. Let's worship him some more.